Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Yeah, I I was gonna say I think I think we're really dialing that in. Yeah, we're getting better at that it. That does it. <laughs> it does feel a little bit smoother now. Editing has become a hell of a lot easier in the last couple weeks. So that's good. Yeah, that is good. All right, so we're just gonna easier than when we were all on the same audio track. No, no, not not by a mile. But yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> a lot easier than those first two that we did uh, remotely. Yeah, I fucking bet. But uh, so I've got. We're going to uh, do this story I found literally last night, and it really is going to affect Josh the most. It's, Great. It's an article from sciencealert.com. It was published on the 8th of December this year. Mysterious link between owning cats and schizophrenia is real, study says. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a new review suggests that it's it's, it's a, a, allegedly it's something about their piss, right? No. The smell of their piss. Nope. No. A new review suggests that having yeah, I think a cat it's that one bacteria. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a new review suggests that having a cat as a pet could potentially double a person's risk of schizophrenia-related disorders. Australian researchers conducted an analysis of 17 studies published during the last 44 years from 11 countries, including the United States and. Uh, Uh, United Kingdom. Uh, Psychiatrist John McGrath wrote, we found an association between broadly defined cat ownership and increased odds of developing schizophrenia related disorders. Um, This idea of cat ownership could be linked to schizophrenia risk was proposed in a 1995 study, which exposure to a parasite called Toxoplasma gondii, not not the little ball dude. Gondii. Gondii. Okay. Uh, Suggested as a cause. Yeah. But research so far has put forth mixed conclusions. Studies have found that being around cats during childhood might make a person more likely to develop schizophrenia. However, not all studies have found an association. Some also link cat... Um, for those who don't know, Toxoplasmosis gondii? Yeah. Uh, it's cat scratch fever. Yeah, it's, it's the poop one. They poop it so that... Uh, the bacteria will get into basically mice and rats, mm-hmm. and then the bacteria will uh, essentially control the rat or mice, the rodent, mm-hmm. to basically offer itself up to a cat yeah. to eat, and then it can reproduce the bacteria can reproduce itself inside yeah. the cat's stomach. It gets pooped out again, and so on and so forth. Thus, the cycle of life. Cat owners get it. Um, and mostly it's pretty, they think it's pretty benign um, to people. Uh, there's a couple theories that it could make you more likely to, like, love your cat. 
like well could, then I got it bad. right <laughs> yeah but essentially it's like a it's just a bacteria that it because it's not made for human it's not you know mutated to affect humans in a certain way it just happens to be able to affect us there are uh it could lead to like he said schizophrenia or lots of other different things that it could be linked to but this one's more fun <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so some also link cat exposure to higher scores on scales that measure traits related to schizophrenia, which affects a person's thoughts, feelings, and behaviors and psychotic life experiences. But again, other studies don't show this connection. By the way, it doesn't just affect you, Josh. I realize actual this, this would affect 95% of our audience right now. Oh yeah. I, I own a cat. Yeah. Yeah. I was a cat person. It's literally the mind flayer parasite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Straight up. I love the... F- it turns you into a cat lady, regardless. Are you like fucking Rain Man when it comes to D&D, Josh? Because, I mean, you are like the youngest of the players between the three of us. And you're like rattling off all this D&D shit. Like you've known all your life. It's because well, it's, of Dungeons and Daddies and Baldur's Gate. Yeah, so it's dun- Dungeons and Daddies, which, you know, is loose. Very loose. Uh, but then also I started playing Pathfinder like, God, three or four months ago now? Been a while. It has been a minute. Uh, and then because I started doing that, uh, a lot of my reels and stuff on Facebook started to become uh, D&D related. Yeah. And then... Also, Baldur's Gate. Don, you have no idea. As a small tangent, last night I came over and he was showing me Baldur's Gate and he was showing me like the character sheets and like all the different classes and stuff. And I was like, I I honestly, I felt like a proud parent. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like I was like, oh, damn, this. Oh, hell yeah. This is awesome. Like. Uh, I felt like, ah, oh, the little fledgling has become full-fledged. <laughs> fly, my baby, fly. <laughs> or I guess, fly, my little Eric Croker, fly. So- it's, I fucking, it's, I was telling Don before how I, I made, like, five characters before I finally settled on, yeah, I like this one enough to actually play the campaign with it. Yep, yep. Yeah, I gotta admit- uh, that is, like, the quintessential D&D experience. Yep, yep. Yeah, I like playing. I only played a monk like one night was when the night that Ruben had us come over to the art gallery and play. And in that short little time that I played the monk, I really enjoyed playing a monk. So monks are like top tier when it comes to close quarters control. Like, it's it's, really good. I am already I've I've already got a full plan for my monk where I'm going to multi-class into rogue to get an extra bonus action. So I can fucking just go absolutely ham. I'll be able to move like 80 feet per turn with an action and a bonus action left. (laughs) Or move my regular and open with a stealth attack and then also get flurry of blows. It's... uh, Does Baldur's Gate allow you to level up past 20? I don't know know yet. Okay. All right. So to get a clearer picture, McGrath and his... McGrath and his team say that there's a need for a thorough review and analysis of all the research on these topics. Uh, T. gondii is a mostly harmless parasite that can be transmitted through undercooked meat or contaminated water. 
A bite from an infected cat or the feces of an infected cat can also transmit T. gondii. It's estimated that around 40 million people in the United States may be infected, usually without any symptoms. Meanwhile, researchers keep finding more strange effects that affections may have. Once inside our bodies, T. gondii can infiltrate the central nervous system and influence neurotransmitters. The parasite has been linked to personality changes, the emergence of psychotic symptoms, and some neurological disorders, including schizophrenia. However, a link doesn't prove T. gondii can, uh, causes these changes or that a parasite was passed on to a human from a cat. The new analysis of 17... Yeah, I don't know if you guys know how many 40 million people is. 40 million. Yeah. That's a significant sample size. Yeah. There are every type of person in 40 million people. So, like, y you could probably make a link out of those people to just about any relatively common trait in humanity. And by relatively common, I mean, like, literally a third or, like, like you know, 2 to 3% is a significant enough in in 40,000 to like draw a conclusion that like of the 7 billion people on the planet ab about this many percent of people will have this based on this study. I don't know if that made sense, but whatever. <laughs> no, it did. Okay. I'm following. I'm just trying to get I have toxoplasmosis He's got a cat, so I'm playing so. with my cat. <laughs> yeah. So after adjusting for covariates, we found that an individuals exposed to cats had approximately twice the odds of developing schizophrenia, the team wrote. Now, there are some important things to keep in mind here, like the fact that 15 of the 17 studies were case control studies. This kind of research cannot prove cause and effect, and it often doesn't does not look at things that might have affected both the exposure and the outcome. A number of the studies. Yeah, it's just do you have this thing and also this thing? Yep. Right. It's it's a lot of correlation, but not necessarily causation. Right. Yeah. So uh, a number of the studies were also that were also looked at were of low quality, which is something that the authors also highlight. Findings were inconsistent across studies, but those of higher quality suggested that associations in unadjusted models might have been due to factors that could have influenced the results. One study found that no significant association between owning a cat before the age of 13 and later developing schizophrenia, but it did find a significant link when narrowing down cat ownership to a specific period that of ages 9 to 12. This inconsistency suggests that the crucial time frame for cat exposure is not clearly defined. A study in the United States, which involves 354 psychology students, didn't find a connection between owning a cat and schizop oh, schizo schizotopy scores or schizotypy. I don't know. Schizotopy? Schizotypal. Maybe. Oh, schizotypal, is it? Or Yeah, it's schizotype, or uh, I've also heard it as, like, schizoaffective disorders. Well, it's schizo-typy, um, yeah. so schizotypy. Schizotypy, I would say. Schizotypy. Yes. Yeah. However, those who, uh, who had received a cat bite had higher scores when compared to those who had not. Another study that included people with and without mental disorders discovered a connection between cat bites and higher scores on tests. Ow, 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 ow. Just leave at that point, bud. I don't understand. Like, He's like, I got to go sniff the calm thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so another study that included people with and without mental disorders discovered a connection between cat bites and higher scores on tests. 
measuring particular psychological experiences, but they suggest other pathogens such as Pastorella multocida may be responsible instead. Now, the researchers agree that better and broader research is needed before we can make any firm interpretations. In conclusion, our review provides support for an association between cat ownership and schizophrenia-related disorders. There is a need for more high-quality studies based on large representative samples to better understand cat ownership as a candidate risk-modifying factor for mental disorders. Do you know what I think is the most... Like, this is fun, right? This is fun to theorize about. Yeah. Do you know what I think is, like, not a good thing about things like this? Hmm. As a person with many a mental health issue, uh, my cat didn't do that. You know what I mean? Right, Like, (laughs) it's fine. Yeah, there might be factors and stuff, but at that point, I I just, like, we talk about, well, we fucking... uh, far-right conservatives talk about slippery slopes like if you can marry a man you're gonna marry a good g- dog or whatever right. that's not how slippery slopes work there it's a fallacy i will say however that to me it does feel like if we go too far i'm not gonna say slippery slope because that's stupid but it does feel like if you take it to an extreme we could get to a place in our society where well, science says the best way to not have a mental disorder is to stay in this square blank building with with fucking soft walls and floors so that nobody can get hurt. And we're all locked in here and we're, we still have community, but like it's all sterile. And I think that's worse. Like, I just feel like we could get to a point where all this all the things are bad for you. Everything. And I know that's and then, and then and then Mark Zuckerberg just makes us all live in the metaverse. Pretty much. And and everyone is required. You all have a Tesla to... bed, an Amazon <laughs> subscription. Like it's but it's it, I, I know that that's not exactly that's literally yeah. dystopian literature. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it does feel like that sometimes where I'm like, wow, that's such a tiny thing. Why would you even think to study we have many more important things to worry about. But <coughs> I don't know. What if, though? You know, what if it is? What if it is like schizophrenia is cats? Do we kill cats? Do we do we just not have cats anymore, or do we just be like, oh, schizophrenia is fine now? Like, they what what do we do? Pry that furry little murder machine from my cold dead hands. <laughs> A cop once listen. I, this might uh, trigger warning. Uh, suicide. My first uh, real attempt. A cop, I took a bunch of sleeping pills, and a cop came in, pointed a gun at my dog, Duchess, and I was, and I got up. I was like, I couldn't move at that Uh time, and I still found somehow to get up. I was like, don't shoot my dog, you son of a bitch, and then I passed out. Like, truly, like... I'll I'll fight you even if I'm dying. I don't care. Right. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's you you had that fucking mom strength. You're not gonna touch my goddamn dog. She's yeah. just happy to see you. She doesn't know you yet. You need to calm the fuck down, and then I'm out. Like, well, that, but yeah, I mean, it's it's it. I'm I'm with you on that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we've got that episode was sorry that story is a little shorter than I expected. So let me use this last few minutes just to kind of do a little bit of housekeeping. Um. If you are one sure. of our patrons and you are on one of our tiers 
it's either $15 or $20 tiers that actually offers you physical uh, uh, merchandise. Goods. Physical, yeah, physical swag. And you never received your physical swag. I really need you guys to get in touch with us. Uh, you can do it via Facebook or join our Discord and speak to us there. And let me know whether or not you got your swag. Well, not if you got it, don't don't bother me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. We also have an email, rdj at uh, rdday. Uh-huh, you'll get there. RDJ. <laughs> it's rdj. To TWO towns over at gmail.com. Right. You can reach out to us there too. So you can send us there as well. And the only reason I'm doing that is because there's a part of me that I there's I don't remember if everybody got like their ghost strokes backstage passes or their keychains. Listen, we might be slow, but you will get your shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like listen. We're still kind of new at the whole having an online community thing. Right. We're going to get there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you guys finish the housekeeping. I'm going to go wash my hands because uh, this episode did make me want to fuck with Capone, and he did fuck back, so <laughs> I got to wash the scratch real quick. I'm going to for the audience. <laughs> Josh meant that he was playing with his cat, and his cat bit him. I, I, don't, I don't want... Yeah, nothing untoward was happening in the house. No, make that lore. That's that's lore now for our show. That Josh. Fu- oh, Capone's a goddamn gangster. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Like, but um, he literally looks like he would be like, "Yeah, see," well, and then yeah. shoot your face, having that one eye like half opened. But um, he's a mean-looking little guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to because th- I'm just trying to at least get us to 20 minutes. Um. Are we really not at 20 minutes yet? We're not yet? at 20 Holy minutes fuck. yet. That was a very short episode. I didn't realize it was going to be... I figured you guys would have a yeah. little more to say about it, but... <sighs> well, I I don't want to go on too much of a rant. Um, Just because if that feels like... That's like a pop, popular science, you know? That's one of the issues with popular science that people aren't happy about. Is that, yes, while popular science is really fun... A lot of the, like, pop culture news article science is a new study. It hasn't been uh, replicated or or reproduced in any way. It has not been tested by other people, um, or it's not reproducible at all. A lot of it is just straight bullshit. It's just sensationalized. Right. And even when it isn't, like, not a complete nonsense... Even when it isn't complete nonsense, it is sensationalized to the point where you might have to go do your like further research, actual research, not YouTube research, like the type of research that people like me don't do as often as we should. But, you know, that kind, the work kind. Right. That to, to really get to the heart of a matter like that um so this is kind of one of those where it's like if this sounds like something you might be worried about actually fuck you need to go do the work and look up actual papers and like get subscriptions to science journals and shit and like actually research the issue because otherwise you're gonna be inundated and flooded overstimulated by just 
ridiculous articles about how coffee is good for you, but actually it's bad for you, or how eggs are uh, the devil, or whatever. Like it's well, the eggs you have to the eggs thing changes every two weeks. You know, eggs are bad for you. Egg, and then that's what I'm saying. Exactly, good for you. And it then was the yeah. same thing with wine for quite a while. Yep, be like a glass of wine tonight is actually good for you. No wait. It is good for you again. No, wait. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with and, and with marijuana and cannabis right now is, and it's on, it's on both sides. You have people yep. that you know say it cures everything, and then you have people saying no, it doesn't. It is the worst thing you can possibly put in your body, and you just have to go back and yeah. look on where the agenda is. Although I don't really know where the agenda would be for cat poop gives you it's like uh, schizophrenia, but you never know. Maybe it's their it's dog people. The agenda. For that is just we have to have an external reason for these issues. Right. It can't come from just your brain is weird. Yeah. It can't be just a chemical imbalance if you have ADHD. It has to come from somewhere. And it doesn't. It can just be how your brain is shaped. And that's not a pr- an issue if you can learn how to deal with and live in your brain shape. Yeah, and so a lot of that does come down to society helping you, people like conforming to your needs, and it won't a lot of the time. Marcus Parks from last podcast has a pretty good uh, kind of metaphor for mental illnesses. So something like anxiety, he he compares them to pets. Something like anxiety, that is having a cat. What's the responsibility for having a cat? You feed it once a day. You, you clean out its litter box every cl- three days clean or out four its days litter or whatever. Box. Uh, I clean Capone's mostly every day, but oh well, you're you know, way more diligent than me. It's it's a little well. Your cat is half outside too. Not anymore. No, she's all in. Good for her. Yeah, um, she's not happy about whatever. It right now, P- but point whatever. being that it's it's minimal daily maintenance. You you do this and that here and there, and the cat's good. It mostly takes care of itself. But you have a bit of responsibility for it. Yeah. Whereas something like schizophrenia is more like owning a capuchin monkey. Yeah. Where your life revolves around taking care of it properly. You had to take a college course to figure out how to take care of this goddamn thing. Yes, exactly. Now, you you said... And then, you know, everything in between. Yeah. You said last podcast. Uh, Do you mean the Bloomingdale's version of Two Towns Over? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. So we're going to wrap up this story and get to the next story because I think the next story will be a, a lot more uh, entertaining for Ruben and Josh than this one was. Um, not- the, the last thing I do want to say after all that is just for things like that, marijuana, cigarettes, alcohol, red wine after dinner, whatever. The the way to determine whether or not it's healthy is if you would like to try it, try it in a safe environment, see how it treats your body and go from there. If it treats you well, find the amount that's good for you. If if it doesn't treat you well, maybe don't do it anymore. You're describing exactly <clears throat> the attitude that I had with drugs in high school. That's it's everything in moderation, including moderation. Yeah. Like that's really how life is like yeah. you to take care of yourself. 
everything in moderation. Do you want to do that? Do a little bit of that. Do a little bit of this other thing. Try new shit. Do old stuff. Yeah. All of it. Do all of it with the eye to, is this thing hurting me now? And if it is, stop. Do something it's, else for a while. It is a little bit more complex than Obviously. is it hurting me now. It's, yeah. You also have to... Are there long-term consequences? Exactly. Right. Yeah. But like just in general... Which, is this thing bad for me? Do I feel yeah. that it's harming me? That's a good litmus test. I mean, you, you know how I am right now. Like, I, in the last seven months, I, for one, haven't had a sip of alcohol. Yep. Uh, except for, you know, right after the big breakup. Uh, I did kill a bottle of whiskey. Uh, but that was the last time I drank. And then in that same time frame, you've been present every time I have smoked weed. Which I sure have. It's been not very many times at all. What do I do when I do smoke weed? Y'all are not gonna fucking believe me. (laughs) Okay, he did. He did smoke about a blunt and a half with me, um, two days when when (laughs) When we we did our trip to Illinois in a legal state. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was excited. I was too, but it was really fun. It was great. Um, Real quick, I just want to jump in. But I was with them when they were smoking one of those blunts and both of them were acting like paranoid freaks because the police station in Mount Vernon. No, we weren't. You were both kind of. No, we were talking about how fucking sweet it was. We were like, look, the police station is within our sight line. I wanted to walk to the police station to smoke a blunt. blunt Do you understand? (laughs) Like I want, I'm brown and I wanted to smoke in a cop's face. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. There but... was somebody pulled over like not even a block away and we stood out there smoking a blunt just watching. It was like, so it was fun. wild to It us. was awesome. They could definitely smell us. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> like, for they were downwind. It was awesome. It was so fun. But no, Joshua literally hit the blunt one time. Yeah. Not puff puff. One puff past uh-huh. that bitch back. Yep. And that that's amazing to me. If it it made me actually cut back really a bunch. <laughs> yeah, because I realized like yes, weed has helped me and is still helpful to me, but I had gotten to a point where I was like I'm not necessarily in hot water yet, but that shit is heating up. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do half of what I was doing before. And yeah. then that was still like uh that's kind of a lot. So I just stopped. I was like I I I've cut back a lot. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's been a lot better. I, I get mean, higher, and it's awesome. <laughs> I've come a long way from get get home get home from work and put on a gas mask for thirty minutes <laughs> yeah, before exactly. I even change out of my work uniform. I come home some days and hop on the game, and I haven't had a blunt all day. Yeah, and I don't need one for a while, you know. Right. And I think that shows a couple things, but that's for that's for that's for just friends. All right, everybody. So we're going to anyway, we're going to keep you. We're not keeping you any longer. in Yeah. This one. So just remember, have your pets spayed or neutered and we will see you next time. OK, fucking Bob Barker. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bob Barker was a gem. Anyway, bye.